Happy Wednesday, everyone. Before I start the show, I wanted to tell those of you who may not know, I wrote a book. It's called Why I Hate Green Beans, and it's been out for three weeks. And it's been so much fun to promote the book with book signings and book club appearances and speaking engagements. I love hearing from those of you who have read it, and I want to encourage you to let me know what you think. It's available wherever books are sold. And thanks again for your support. Now, let's talk about overnight dates. Notice I didn't use the term fantasy suites. Some guy in Austin and I discussed this in detail. We also talk about our favorite moments from Women Tell All, uh, Peruvian crop circles, how many times, too many times to utter the words, I love you, and a new name in our cast of characters, Red Ross. How many of you wanted him to say, we were on a break? Is that just me? Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax and enjoy the show. It's episode 41 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast, and it's the episode you've all been waiting for, Ari's Overnight Dates. Notice I didn't say fantasy suite. Do you know why I didn't say fantasy suite, some guy in Austin? Um, I think, at least in one instance, you might have to go with fantasy tent. (laughs) That's exactly right. Fantasy fantasy yurt. I don't know what that was. It wasn't really a yurt. I call it a a fantasy yurt just because it was nice on the inside, even though it didn't have a bathroom and you know, well, that was the first thing that, um, I asked Mrs. Some guy, I'm like, where are they going to go to the bathroom? You know? And, um, it was a little weird. I have theories on that, but before we get to the overnight dates, not fantasy suites, I want to talk just briefly about Women Tell All, which was Sunday, and Yay. I don't think a lot of people knew it was on Sunday, even though we were told, but you're just not in that mindset over the weekend. So let's catch people up very quickly. Um, what are one or two things that stuck out to you for Women Tell All that people should know happened? Um, well, I think we had a pretty good laugh last time as to the comments that uh crystal allegedly made and we were we were treated to them mm-hmm. um several times and even harrison uh, repeated the <laughs> dreaded insults uh but my favorite part was um not that although that was was very good but uh when she said i date real men not mr fancy pants right i thought that was good and um i've always thought ari had a little bit of a feminine quality to him Mm -hmm. Um, and um, I guess she did too but she was a mess she was and I'm glad that she it she was still a mess you know she was a consistent mess throughout women tell all except (laughs) her nodes were miraculously gone which is great she got that taken care of Mm -hmm. when she got back with Harrison on the hot seat they returned a little bit and and one girl I don't know who she was called her out on it why do why do you talk that way and then yeah. Harrison said, give me the voice, give me the voice. And she's like, I can, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So whatever. But uh, he did, he did call her out a couple of times too, for being one way with him and just rude and awful with the girls, which I thought that's great. She needed to hear that from him. Yeah. He stuck, he was done with her, Ari, I'm speaking about. Um, and so he didn't even pretend to be, um, politically correct about it she deserved more than he gave her but yeah he did put her in her place a little bit 
Um, I thought Carolyn or Caroline, whatever you say it, mm-hmm. um, she was a little ramped up about several things. Um, I didn't really understand that. Uh, she was very emotional about Crystal. And then the I know what you did comment. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that means he told two people he loved them. Oh, um, that's a good thought. I, well, I was thinking it's something way worse than that. So if if what happened was Ari comes out finally, he looks like he's going to puke. Would you agree with that? He looked scared to death, in my opinion. Yeah. Like and, there was some bad sushi on the green room buffet. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also in front of his, I'm using air quotes, ex-girlfriends all in one panel on a on a stage. But... She looks him straight in the eye, and it gets eerily quiet, and she says, I know what you did, and I don't know how you could do that. So she is holding back tears, shaking with emotion, and he looks like he's seen a ghost and just stares at her, and he doesn't respond in any way. So then you think, okay, Caroline is good friends with Becca. That was earlier in the season. They were kind of inseparable, along with Tia. The three of them kind of palled around. So I kept thinking, well, he must have done something really, really bad for her to be that emotional versus, oh, Becca just didn't win and he picks Lauren instead. I don't think mm-hmm. she would have said that cryptic of a message. Well, he he clearly told, well, two and a half women he loved them. Exactly uh, He right. almost told Kendall. On the um, fence with that one, yes. The, the hat trick, um, but... And it wasn't, he even went one step further than um, Peter Brady did. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought he said it over, over and over and over and again. Over. And I could just, I pictured them last night like cuddling on the couch of their new LA apartment <laughs> or whatever. Uh-huh. And, and uh, him looking uncomfortably at the TV while her <laughs> eyes burned a hole in the side of his face. <laughs> it's just all acting, babe. It's all yeah. acting. Uh-huh. Don't worry about it. Well, I still, I still think it's Becca, but yeah. I had my doubts last night, but I still mm. think it's Becca. I think something dramatic, really dramatic happens because Harrison told us, first of all, duh. But then second, if you look on your DVR, there is no after the final rose. And the last time there wasn't any kind of after the final rose section of the three-hour finale, it was Jason Mesnick when he pulled a switcheroo and said, ah. just kidding, I want her instead. That that could be. They haven't they haven't used that storyline in quite a while. It might be time to dust that off. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. But there it's also been said too in the last couple of years, remember how Harrison starts off in the audience and they flip back and forth and black back and forth between Oh, yeah. we're in the studio audience, and here we are. We're live. And then they show some clips of the – so I don't know if that's why. So there's technically not anything called after the final rose because they squish it all together. But, I mean, every other season they've called it that. So this is this is something to look forward to. Who Most knows? dramatic. What about um, – how did you feel about Tia and CN um, sort of skirting around the I want to be the next Bachelorette question? I was, yeah, I, I mean, Harrison was softball tossing that up to both of yeah. them. Do you, what, do you still want to find right. love? <laughs> Are you Possibly. interested? And Are you open to dating? Maybe 29 <laughs> people at once? Sign here. Uh, yeah. With the opposite being of Becca, he said she's going to be in paradise, which is hey, the is- perfect place for her. 
No, that's true. And it's a perfect place for... Um, to fall in um, love? I know. Fall in love with Dean. I think she should get together uh, with Dean. Is, it, is, is uh, Are his 15 minutes up yet? Or well, Dean is with a girl he met on Winter Games. Was there a uh, was there a proposal? He gave her the key to his house. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Claire. You remember our friend Claire? Yeah, 36-year-old Claire. Claire um, is engaged to a Canadian. The, the Canadian bachelor. Mm-hmm. Wow. So let me ask no, you no, this. No, 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 no. Not the bohunk. The oh. one who had like geeky glasses and skinny jeans. Um, I have a question for you. It's a very important question, and and it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna bridge over three of the Bachelor franchise shows. But I really need an answer to this. Are you ready? Yes. Better looking. Oh gosh. The Canadian bohunk on Winter Games. Mm-hmm. Or Ross. The jilted boyfriend Bohunk on The Bachelor. Um. <laughs> he was kind of. He looked like. Uh, he looked, he like, looked like someone, somebody. He looked like someone took Brad Womack and kind of squished yeah. him. Right, right. <laughs> Just like a distant relative. Did um, we feel sorry for Ross for traveling all that way in his uh, ill-fitting suit? No, and I, think- I, I, I have so many theories on that one too. I do <laughs> not feel sorry for Ross for one second. Ross do you, do you got think, paid handsomely for that gig, I am sure. Do you think Ross forgot his suit and then had to borrow one from a much smaller intern? Yes. I mean, it's clear. Yeah, the suit, that, it was like some linen thing that didn't fit right. <laughs> and then he had those, it looked like he was going bowling. He had right. those shoes on. <laughs> With um, his blue socks because <laughs> no. he's cool. He's cool like that. He wears and blue I socks now. We, he bought his Phillips Norelco beard trimmer um, <laughs> to touch up at the Peru airport before he went. And I think surprised is probably uh-huh. an mm. understatement. Right, right. Um, my favorite part was she looked at him and then there was this subtle look to the camera mm-hmm. like, what the f- like- <laughs> And she goes, what are you doing here? Um, but and- Ari did the exact same thing. Ari opens the door and sees Ross and he breaks the fourth the plane and looks at the and, and looks at the camera like That's right. like what? what are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> did uh, did you notice the comment he made? It was very subtle and I had to rewind it, but it was super funny. When what? when Ari when he opened the door and then, you know, the guy introduces himself and he comes he actually barrels into Ari's room. Right. Um, and they cut to Ari and he says, uh you know, I answered the door. I thought, what's hotel management doing oh, here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor I, Ross. I, no, not poor Ross. Here's here's the deal with Ross. Ross can't get to Peru by himself. So right. let's just say somebody tells him, hey, Becca's on The Bachelor. Wait, what? She's the love of my life. I dated her for seven years and never proposed, but now I want to. And he scours the internet, according to him, to find someone who knows how to get him over there so he can profess his love. Well, someone had to say, yeah, sure, come on over. And I think that's the look that Ari was giving to the camera. As if to say, really, Uh, y'all are bringing this dude over here? you got to be kidding me, man. I'm telling you, that was set up from day one. Mm -hmm. There's no way it wasn't. I mean, And he, Ross has this halfway smirk on his face the entire time he's talking to Becca. And then when Becca goes and talks to Ari and never says, oh, by the way, I don't like this guy and I kicked him out, 
She never says that. Might be weird editing, but then she sort of has this weird smile on her face. Like she's trying to limp through the conversation because it, it's just so terribly fake. I, the the funniest um, the funniest thing to me about why well, it's funniest is super weird. But you know, first of all, you don't just jump on a plane to Peru. No. You know, you got to get your shots and you got to get your <laughs> you know all that stuff. You don't just. Um, and then, uh, th- when he did this extended explanation about, well, I searched the internet and I finally got somebody and then I flew whatever it was and drove five hours, mm-hmm. and, which is, you know, and then he walks back to the black limo <laughs> or the black suburban or whatever to go and leave. So, and he cashes his check, which how much do you think that guy made for doing that? I don't know. They probably gave him 1500 bucks and they let him keep that suit. <laughs> Free trip to Peru for eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Lima. And you got like some intern standing there with one of those uh, cardboard handwritten signs that says Ross with a question mark on it when he comes down the escalator. To it's not customs. cardboard. The millennial has an iPad, iPad and he's yeah. holding yeah. the iPad. I notice those guys every time. You know, I obviously travel a lot and they always look so miserable, yeah. that sign in their hands. Bored. Like, golly, you know. I mean, just get another job if it makes you that upset. So anyway, I know I jumped all the way over to Ross and I apologize, but uh, he looked a little bow hunky and I thought, um, you know, push comes to shove. He probably could have ripped Ari's head off. Oh, most definitely. And he also was clearly told, stay as long as you can. Do not take no for an answer. And his linchpin, the thing that really drove it home for him is agreeing with Ari and saying, I can see how you would fall in love with Becca so fast. I did the same thing. It can happen. And I thought, oh, that's fighting words right there. You you can't defend that. But he stayed and stayed and stayed for both of them and how finally you, left. How do you feel about the somewhat negative notebook reference that <gasps> Becca made? Was I that know. blasphemy? Yes, absolutely <laughs> it was. Yeah, she, he's she, no Ryan Gosling. Oh, no, he's not. Uh-uh, no. Mm-mm. She should have picked another romantic comedy. Any of the other ones. Any of the well, other ones. Was Notebook a comedy? I don't think it is. The story about a selfish woman who cheats on her perfectly normal no, husband. Blah, 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 blah. We're going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> she Nobody needs that, to hear that version. Th- no. This this is so you. I mean, you think I it's going to end like The Notebook or something. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And, and I said, I looked at Mrs. Some guy. I said, I don't know. I mean, that guy died. Right. That. <laughs> I'm very happy. She went off and married she somebody else, up. which I guess is his point. Yeah. You know, you can't marry Lon Hammond. You got to marry me, Noah Calhoun. Yeah. He's not Noah Calhoun. No, no, not even close. I don't know if I want to pick between Ross and Oily Bohunk from Canada. Okay, well, listen. Let's just table that, and um, you know, if it if it if it strikes you during the course of this, and you have some sort of epiphany, okay. I want you to interrupt me and say I've decided. Well, you know, Oily Bohunk is with Ashley eyelashes. That's a mistake. Well, I think he. Really? Uh huh. They made good a big for... deal about it. You know what? I was gonna say good for that guy, but boy, oh boy, that's mm-hmm. um, trouble. That's... That's... I was thinking. Eight. Yep. Yep. yep, I was like, Weeks I don't know call. if I want that notch in my bedpost. Um, he never looks happy on social media. 
(laughs) (laughs) With her. You think that's because his pants are too tight? No, I think he's just trying to give it a go because she is so in with the Bachelor franchise right now. And she has two podcasts now and I think she's getting her own show maybe and she's just kind of the bachelor darling and so she gets all this free stuff that I think he's just sort of riding that wave with her do you think that um, they will eventually throw Michelle money a 50th birthday party maybe that would be awesome um, it could be a double birthday with her and Gwen. If you had to pick between Gwen might be 55. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to pick between Claire and Ashley eyelashes, who would you pick? Um, for, for, to, for like a commitment or just like a one-on-one? A commitment. I think I'd have to go with Claire. Really? All right. Yeah. I mean, she's certainly more dangerous. Um, when, and when I say dangerous, I mean like, the, the risk of physical harm is actually there, I think, with Claire. <laughs> but I couldn't deal with the constant crying. I couldn't yeah. do it. And she looks too much like a Kardashian, and I yeah. really stand the Kardashians. So I'd have to go with Claire, even though, you know, as you know, we've established here, I'm more of a brunette guy, but I think I'd have to go with Claire. What about Claire and Michelle Money? I'd go for Michelle Money. What about Michelle Money and Gwen? I might throw Gwen a bone. <laughs> <laughs> She probably been out of the house in a while, you know. Take her for some ice cream, maybe play some shuffleboard. <laughs> maybe talk to her about oh. World War II. <laughs> Hold her teeth while she eats. It's gonna be great. We love Gwen. Oh, love Gwen. I know. I love Gwen. Okay, let's talk about Kendall. She was first up on the overnight dates, which you always remind me is a good thing. Yes. Well, no. Being first in the overnight dates is like, um, I think I said it was like being the fat injured guy in the Donner party. (laughs) It's just that's not going to end. For some reason, they're like, okay, look, in exchange for going home and your dreams being shattered on national TV early in the show, we're going to ameliorate your risk of an STD. And she also didn't have to sleep in a tent or have breakfast in the sand with no umbrella the next morning. She did have to sand surf and have a from here to eternity moment in the sand, which, well, you know, granules got in crevices and orifices where it need not be. Yeah, no, that looked, that looked fun, though. I mean, you sure. know. They did dune buggies and sand surfing. And then, again, Kendall's whole thing was she is not saying, I love you, or I want to be married, or I see a future. And I think Ari just rode that because he knew, well, this is going to be my my out whenever it comes time to hand out roses. It's going to make sense in her mind why I didn't pick her. So that's why I yeah. think he didn't push her as much as he did Lauren. She didn't look upset at all. I mean, she knew it was coming. I think, frankly, it was a relief when he sent her home. Mm -hmm. You know, she was bummed, but I think she knew, like, I just dodged a big bullet. I get to go back to stuffing dead things. (laughs) Do you think she... Take off his shoes, put down your hat, turn on the music, and we'll get somewhere. Dance, dance, dance till your toes get tanned. We're going to have us a ball in the beach. Slice and sand. 
Do you think they played taxidermist? <laughs> you know, that's like the only reason he was like, all right, look, you're going home tomorrow, but. Do you think Ping sorry. watched the whole time? <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're going home tomorrow, but look, I've been planning this. I'm a taxidermist and you're a seal. <laughs> Poor Kendall. Oh, and, poor Kendall. But let me ask you this. Let me just step back before we just destroy the entire mood here. But um, what do you think of her? It, like the, the thing she does with her um, eyeliner. Yeah, what, the wooshy thing. Is that is that in or it just it seems to me like it almost looked like a mistake. No, I mean I I have no She's idea. Like, if well, it's... I've got to have it. Yeah, you know, bilateral mistake because I can't just have it on one eye. So now I have to do it on the other one. That's I think what it's purposeful if that's what you're asking me. But is is it is that in or is that just her thing? I don't know. I don't do makeup. Okay. I have another question um that I want to I want to get answered. I know we gotta finish Kendall, but what in the world were Ari and Lauren wearing the day after their fantasy I dates? Oh no. It was bad. <laughs> He looked like a grandpa, seven year old guy getting ready to mow the lawn. <laughs> and uh, maybe he needs to date Gwen. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, they dress appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you feel sorry for Kendall or did you feel relieved for Kendall um, when she gets in? Him? I think, well, I, I guess I didn't feel either because I knew she was going home. So I didn't have any emotional connection to her getting a rose or not getting a rose. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I just knew she wouldn't get a rose. I figured 98% that she wouldn't get a rose. What I did see chattering on social media last night was Kendall for the next Bachelorette. That's a mistake. You think? Yeah. I, because she, she is. she has been deemed refreshing and honest and it's... It's neat She's to not see that her attractive. not the well that doesn't matter. It, it's 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 fun to see her speak so eloquently and have fun and be open to things. But here's the deal: that doesn't make sense if she holds true to her whole. I, I'm not ready to get married, and I can't say that I'm ready to get married, and I don't know if I'm ready to get married. She can't, then she can't be the next bachelorette, and that's the only <laughs> thing she said in the rejection. I thought it was going to be a rejection horse. Did you th- see that horse behind Ari at the I rose did. ceremony? I did. I thought that was more of a, you know, I'm an English lit major. Oh, and you're always taught that horses are phallic symbols. They're like <laughs> symbols of masculinity. Yeah. That's really what I thought they were going for there. Kind I wanted masculine. it to be a rejection horse. Like, um, remember when um, Groban, Ben, what's his name, went away on like a rejection dinghy? <laughs> I do remember that. Yes, that was brutal. That was so awesome. <laughs> but she's in the rejection SUV, and all she keeps saying over and over and over and over again is, "But I'm not ready. I don't think I'm ready." And and I couldn't tell him that I was ready because I'm not. And I don't think yeah. that they can turn around and tell her you have to be ready to get married by the end of this. And it would start. Oh, how about here's a contract for 125 grand for three months' work. You think you're ready now? I don't think that, she'd say that, yes. So they saw that. For, I would because well, I know you would because <laughs> I, I. She also this was this was how sweet and innocent Kendall is. He pulls out the fantasy date card, the forego your your yeah. sweet, and um, written by 
quote unquote Chris Harrison. <laughs> but she says, "Oh, you wrote me a letter." <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Kendall." Yeah. Dear no. Kendall, roses are red, <laughs> violets are blue. Come to the fantasy suite, and I'm gonna <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna off <laughs> you. <laughs> We're gonna play a little game called. <laughs> suite was nice though i mean she had the dick right? <laughs> yeah I mean, it was great. no uh, linen tent in the middle of the Mm-mm. i thought they were gonna get like rant like some kind of lawrence of arabia thing was gonna happen they're gonna get their tent <laughs> ransacked by you know guys on horses with curved swords <laughs> i know it's the wrong part of the world but you know it's still a desert <laughs> and then um i can't wait to get to the nazca lines you know because i'm like a big like um I'm I'm a big history buff and like I like archaeology shows and things and just it was so lost on Lauren. Um, are we there yet or no? Yeah, let's go there. Um, didn't understand the date outfit. Um, she looked like uh, that outfit looked like something a doll would wear in the store when you were if you're going to buy it for a little girl for her birthday. Okay. Uh, the halter top with those tiny shorts. The um, off, she off did the shoulder, she, yeah. Yeah, and the, the, if I'm not mistaken, there was a jump and straddle. Oh, and there's a jump and twirl. She does but there not was straddle. A jump and straddle the following morning, or was that Kendall when he carried that her to the? That was Kendall, and I was like, "Easy, girl. He's 36 yeah. years old, and he doesn't have his back brace on. Calm down." And he's clearly been busy all night, so yeah. maybe he's a little, a little he's tired. A little itchy. Oh, tired. Yeah. <laughs> and itchy, maybe <laughs> depending on <laughs> what was done. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Wow. Um, Are you right. so proud of me right now? Yes. I mean, this is, we've been hanging out too long. We're going to have to quit talking for a while. Um, 41 podcasts in and I make a dirty joke. Go right. me. Um, okay, go on. So uh, She says, you're behind a plane or there's a plane. Of, uh, speaking of inanimate objects, I thought Lauren was, oh, um, oh my gosh, she's so... The, the Nazca line, she looked at like the first two. She's like, oh, a dog, you know, like or whatever. And you're like, look, those are 3,000 years old. Um, and, you know, the, to me, that's really interesting. And she didn't even look out of the plane. Well, I, oh, I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was something some farmer did. No, the Nazca lines are. They're, they're they say, it approx- sounded like they were saying hieroglyphics, but not hieroglyphics. So well, I don't know similar. why you're saying it's, it's, Nazca it's a, lines. It's a. Uh, they call it a uh, geolith. Yeah. Which it, what, it's, how do you spell what you're saying? I think it's G E O L I T H or no, something. No, no, like the lines, the whatever lines. N A Z C A Nazca lines, and oh, okay. so it's, I, that's what was throwing me. I was like, I don't know what lines you're talking about, but yeah, I called them Peruvian crop circles. It's all right, similar, but so so the theory behind them is that they were either made to um, point to water, or because there were no airplanes three thousand years ago, that's why they're so incredible because they're they're balanced and they're you know they're, they're put on this uh, certain lines and uh, when I say line like you know a certain direction and all that and so people have studied them and the theory is that maybe they were trying to impress their gods, maybe they were marking something, so no one really knows what they are. Cool, but they were made three thousand years ago. And um, 
Ari goes, hey, we're going to go see the Nazca lines. And Lauren just blank. <laughs> I mean, she looked like Kendall stuffed her. <laughs> that might be an option if Lauren wins. You just bring back Kendall, have her stuff her, and then Ari can carry her everywhere. It's the same as now. That's she right. won't and talk. Raven can sell the Lauren doll all her clothes and then they <laughs> put her in an outfit depending on the situation. It's and like a bachelor version of the American girl doll store. That's right. Everybody's happy. Oh. Um, I think Lauren could maybe use a little of a nose job. That's tacky. I know, but I, that's, that struck me, but she's very attractive. She's very pretty. There's just no personality there. And he was hitting on, well, she's so mysterious and I just, you know, oh, can't whatever. get back. I'm like, yeah. no, um, that's like looking into a puddle and going, man, I bet you that's 500 feet deep. Oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let me I mean, ask that... you, do you think, so his, her whole thing was I put up walls, I put up walls that I've, I've been hurt in the past. And we've talked about this every single week. I've been hurt in the past and I have deep trust issues and I put up walls and I'm, my, I'm scared. My dad's yeah. a control freak. Yeah. And do you think that that is truly what's happening or do you think she 50% that's what's happening and 50% she doesn't have a personality or can I, we even know because we've never seen a personality because she did I, get better after he told her that he out and right loved her there was no falling before or after he is in love and he said it 47 times yeah at least um so to answer your question i, I think it's the 30% trust in uh, daddy issues. Mm -hmm. And I think it's 70% lack of personality. I mean, I, I, I picture like, you know, just metaphorically him searching through the maze and he sees the door into Lauren's heart and he thinks, finally I get past the wall and he opens up the door and there's a brick wall there. Yeah. I mean, I just don't, I, I don't think she's a very introspective or thoughtful person. She just seems very, um, surfacey. Would she be a good match for him? Cause his personality isn't shining through anything either. Yeah, but Ari seems, he seems at least a little adventurous and fun. She just seems like she'd probably just like to go to Nordstrom on a Saturday than take a nap. <laughs> Maybe she will. <laughs> or with, Lululemon, apparently. Yeah, with and, her and mom. Go buy, and go buy a Pooh Bear shirt and um, some Lululemon pants. And a just Pooh Bear out. shirt? Yeah, look, did you see that thing she had on? I was like, no. this white thing. Oh. <laughs> I thought you meant it had Winnie the Pooh on it. You're no, saying no, no, no. Actually, like a shirt the that Winnie the Pooh would actually wear is what she a had. A belly on. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> She's very, um, he's very f fascinated with her appearance. And I think that he's assuming there's something there that's not. And look, yeah. maybe he sees something. You know, he also says, which was striking to me when, when they're on the plane and she's just like looking out the window, like, uh -huh, you know, um, and there's his voiceover and he says something like, um, uh, I've just seen, I, I see so much in Lauren, but I just see it in bits and pieces. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, so he's seen these flashes of personality and I right. think he's mistaking that for, you know, uh, personality. Full personality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's just my take on it. I don't, she, she doesn't, she's not interesting to me. Well, Let's skip ahead a few. Let me start. We're going to talk about Ross again. No. <laughs> Let's talk about Ross again. No. <laughs> Let's skip ahead a little bit. They should They're... stuff Ross. <laughs> mm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. We're skipping. Let's skip ahead a little bit. So they're by the 
water having lunch somewhere and she admits to him that she's nervous that her heart is going to be broken and shattered by him and it's almost so crippling that she wants to remove herself from the competition Mm -hmm. and that's when he looked shocked but all of a sudden he's dropping l-bombs do you think he Mm -hmm. did that on purpose because of what she said their conversation was really mature if you step back away from it and look at it for what it was because she's saying I understand I'm on the bachelor I understand that there are other women in my position. I just need to know from you that I'm the only one you care about. And he responds to that and her threat. It wasn't a real threat, but just her expressing her true, true feelings, honest feelings that she might remove herself. So do you think he told her he loved her to kind of solidify that and make her? Well, you know, he might have been a little more short-sighted than that. I mean, he did have the fantasy suite card in hand. Yeah. And uh, so you know, he closed the deal, mm-hmm. clearly. But I thought that would have been an appropriate move if that were the case and only the case. Yeah. But he did the exact yes. same thing with Becca. And you're right. That might be what Caroline's talking about. I know you told both of them that they were going to be the winners. Well, and that's the thing. Like both of them are standing there thinking, well, Kendall's going home. Right. Um, and he's told me he loves me. Um, poor Becca. She doesn't know that. <laughs> Becca's thinking, well, you know, Kendall's going home and he loves me. Poor Lauren, Lauren. She doesn't know that. And both of them said, I can't see Ari picking anyone else but me. So of devastation course. is in the near future. Yeah. I think Lauren may be permanently damaged if she's not picked. Yeah, um, and it's, it's going to be sad. And I think maybe Dad might going to be yeah stuff him. You know, well, he may be polishing mm-hmm. up his military sword and his mm-hmm. you know nickel plated revolver right um, to come pay pay Ari a visit. Mm. Well, the only one left is Becca. They go mm-hmm. on a yacht, which is you know really catamaran, nice of them. Catamaran, <laughs> catamaran, catamaran. Yeah. really nice of them to do that before dumping them in the desert to. <laughs> live in their yurt for the rest the remaining even it's hot it is like this even if it's not hot the sun is beating down on you and there's no shade and there's nowhere to go so they have to be in the yurt which he well, tells her i love you sound too. carries probably all the way over to the production <laughs> tent so well that's that's what i was wondering too because there is a bush right outside the yurt they're not going <laughs> to pee on the bush. So let's just say there is the whole production tent, whatever. Let's just say that over that dune, there's an entire little village. And that's just uh-huh. the beginning dune of the desert. Mm-hmm. You still have to go, excuse me, and walk a distance to go to the bathroom or go do in the, whatever. In the sand. There is no water in the yurt. Mm-hmm. So... And then, like you said, the next morning, how did they scramble those eggs? I don't know. And they walk it way far away from the yurt, have no idea why it's so far away, onto this blanket so they can eat in the beating down sun. And so she can talk about, you know, how this is great and her relationships in the past have been so hard. And uh, there was just a lot of relationship talk. And I thought, oh, it's Becca who has Here the ex-boyfriend. Here yeah. it comes. So... You know, I was looking for a shovel nope. inside the tent because when I've been camping, 
Um, that's usually an appropriate way to handle certain functions is, you know, you go dig you a small hole and, um, you know, you complete what you're, you're setting out there for and then you, you bury it. Like the a ABC cat. intern is in charge of that. He's got the shovel. <laughs> Maybe they gave him a non-FDA approved pill that keeps them from bodily functions. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. You know, look, um, they seem to have a good time and that's, I guess, what counts. Now, let me ask you a question, a, a girl question. Um, do you think picnics are overrated? Yes. D- amen. It suck. Picnics suck. <laughs> It's uncomfortable to sit like that that's and eat. That's my deal. Yeah, that's my yeah. deal. And, then and it's get, mainly and then because the... I'm old and then also because I can't sit crisscross because my knee. Mm-hmm. So anytime I'm on the floor, it's just annoying for me. Well, and then, you know, bugs. And then look, if, if and the other thing is if you're if you're trying to be romantic or whatever, then you got to carry all that stuff out to wherever your picnic is. Mm-hmm. And it, certainly if you're in the Peruvian desert, there's got to be sand in your sandwich. Oh, sure. Sure. So, I would yeah. I would like though the the idea of the picnic where you pack the basket and do the thing, but then go to a picnic table or mm-hmm. you know, something a yurt, a, maybe. A yurt <laughs> that did you notice the chocolate covered strawberries were on the bed because there was nowhere else to put them? And they were on an air mattress. It was like a a double air mattress. Do you think it was the same bed that Bibiana set up back at the mansion in California? No, I don't think they would travel that far. I think it's the Peruvian version of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's good. All right. So they seem happy. Yes. Um, I think we're all shocked that he's telling her he loves her 500 times, just yes. like he did Lauren. Do you think those dates are back to back to back? Because that's a little creepy to me. I would hope not. I would I mean, hope I would that somebody... I shower yeah. off and get my yeah. head around the next date if I were the bachelor. Yeah, you know? musk up. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and, and just, you know, decontaminate yourself, you mm-hmm. know, just, and even mentally get right. past he's, what that and onto not this. a gigolo. Right. Sort but of. Sort of. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Kendall was home at that point? Or do you think she was sort of I in the wings? I think Kendall got stuck on a plane back with Ross. And they that just would be the best thing that. ever if Ross and Kendall like Hooked had some up. huge social media romance. Wouldn't that be awesome? It would. He And again, he looked like a squishy version of Brad Womack. Mm-hmm. And Terrible he was suit. very bohunky. Um, but they were together seven years. Mm-hmm. And that was... If you do the math, she's what, 26? Yeah, right out of high school. Mm-hmm. Well, no, 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 in high school because she's 26, right? Mm-hmm. They've been broken up for a year. That makes her 25. Oh, so, yeah. right. So probably senior year in high school they get together. Yeah. And it's just one of those deals. I mean, you know, he it, Ross needs to move on. I agree. He maybe does he need could, to move on. He could be the next Bachelor, maybe. No, mm-mm. but it would be awesome if they sent him to paradise. <laughs> Do yes. that. Yes. Do that. Do you think Kendall will go to paradise? Or has, you know, is, the, will, is the, she, the she franchise will. just broken her down and she has no, to get over that? She'll go. And, Do you think the uh, twin will go with her? Yeah, I was going to think maybe they'll send the sister. And if those two brats that um, were twins last time, they may went back in too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because they got the shaft the last year. Blonde version of Ashley Iconetti. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see who they put in Paradise because the Winter Games, they kind of shoved their recent rejects onto that show. How did you feel about um, Harrison slapping Kenny in the back with the chair during the wrestling match? I thought it was great. It was a little nod to WWF that I used to watch back in the day. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how did you feel about Harrison's overall performance over the course of the three shows? Women Tell All mm-hmm. and this show, The Bachelor, and then Winter Games. Oh, okay. I think uh, Winter Games, he was just playing along because he knew he was getting a paycheck and he had to do it. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Bachelor, he did what? He had his little fireside chat with Ari for five seconds. So Yeah. Uh, and then... Um, I think on Women Tell All, he is a master at poking the bear and then sitting back and letting he's whatever happen. I mean, he's been doing it a long time. He's got no skin in the game. Nope. It's the perfect opportunity for him. There were a lot of men in the audience this time. Did I you noticed. see the masks, the people wearing bandit masks or like the Hamburglar masks? I did. And then there was my favorite was the um, the Becca shirt that said found. Found. That was pretty <laughs> that was sweet. Pretty good. That was pretty uh, sweet. I bet her mom is selling those on Etsy. Maybe maybe Kendall can start an Etsy shop for um, maybe smaller animals like rodents, maybe. Mm-hmm. Something yeah, she can yeah. ship efficiently. Frogs. I don't think you can't taxidermy a frog, can you? I guess you could. Oh, yeah, you can. Did Cindy. you dissect a frog when oh, you were growing up? Oh my gosh, or? I dissected a frog and I was so good at it. And I was the only girl who would touch all the parts, and so I'd pin everybody else's frog. And then, because I was in advanced biology, we had to dissect a fetal pig. And yeah, I we made did a that. 98 on that test. Did you name it? No, that would have been horrible, like Wilbur Charlotte? or Babe. Mm-mm. Charlotte? No, Charlotte's the spider. Wilbur's oh, the okay. pig. Wilbur's the pig, sorry. Mm-hmm. I didn't name it Babe either. <laughs> You know, I got a lot of um, a lot of like, "What did you say?" messages from my last. Oh my uh, gosh! Everybody asked me that. They wanted the unedited version, and I said it is too crude for your sweet yeah. little ears. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I, even rhyming it would be crude. You know, just. just... <laughs> I did rhyme it on my recap, my women tell all recap. I said like Schmiedel trick. It rhymes with <laughs> Schmiedel trick. <laughs> You know, and if you can't get that, then you don't deserve to know. <laughs> Some people didn't on the comments. I'm still <laughs> sweet things. And then others would, you know, oh, let me tell you. I'll message you. <laughs> and then others were like, I don't care. I'm putting it right yeah. here in the comments. It's going to be great. Oh, wow. Well, that's good. I you know, appreciate the audience participation. That's always good. Uh, so back to our our wayward bachelor. Mm-hmm. What happens in the finale now? We've got a lot of theories. We do. We do. Um, I think we should put them all out there again because we'll surely we'll be right about one of them. That he, that he, your theory is that Caroline's mad because he is, is insinuating to each girl that they are the one. Or I think that he, he does something so bad that America's going to hate him. And that means to me, he's he might choose one and then mesnick it up, mesnick it up, or no one is chosen. So he's he's either going to Womack or mesnick, right? Um, I don't have any theory on the sobbing deal in the yeah, room where I, she says, and he says, "Do you want me to leave? leave?" Yeah, 
Maybe uh, Lauren and Becca decide to go to breakfast (laughs) (laughs) before the big ceremony and have a little chat. Uh Uh-huh. That would be good. Well, somebody else said, too, I'm just now remembering this. My roommate, Laura, you know Laura, she Mm -hmm. said on, I believe it was on social media, that she saw Ari taking a picture of himself, maybe, at Women Tell All or something, and the caption was, I just sent this to my love or babe or significant other or something kind of weird like that. So maybe he does pick someone and I'm just wanting a Brad Womack. I don't think they can do Brad Womack anymore. I think Brad Womack ruined that and it is clearly in the contract now that you have to pick someone. So last night when we were watching... Um, I don't know what he did, or maybe we're not used to see him in short sleeve blue shirts. We're just used to see him in long sleeve blue shirts or long sleeve mm-hmm. blue sweaters or blue jackets. And there were there were numbers, tattoos of numbers on his wrist area. Did you see those on Ari's? Yeah, yeah. And is that some kind of? And I don't. I'm not trying to make a joke here, but is that some kind of like Holocaust thing or something? Is Does he have relatives or something? Because, you know, they had the serial number and a lot of people do that to tribute to their grandparents or something if they were, I don't know what that is. Well, my friend Stephanie sent me a link this morning because ah, of course people are Googling that business mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, there was, <laughs> there was a lot of um, chatter about it because some people in this particular world are just baffled that you don't know what the numbers mean, and then others are not because they're not in that world. And it is. Two, is it four... the combination to his heart? <laughs> Wait, give me a couple more guesses. What you tell me? It's not the combination to his heart. It's not the combination to his heart. No. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. Is it the horsepower in his last race car? <laughs> no. <laughs> No. Is it how many women he slept with? No. <laughs> okay, I give up. <laughs> the number is 24601, so I hope well, it's not Well, that was a reasonable guess. I think all of those were reasonable guesses. <laughs> it is from the Broadway show Les Mis. Really? As in, do you hear the people sing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Why Why does he have that? Right. So um, he says it symbolizes Jean Valjean, which is the main yeah, character. Uh-huh. And he, I think that was maybe his prison number or his yeah. convict number. And what? he is a selfless, giving, and caring man. And the tattoo reminds him to be that way. Now, oh, my God. Right, I know. So you sit there and Mr. you Mr. Fancy Pants. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Crystal was right. <laughs> No, 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 no. Because so all the lay men. Hold on a second. Can you imagine explaining <laughs> that every time you go out in public for the rest of your life? Yeah, yeah. So all the well, he can say it is whatever he wants to say it is. But lay Miz people, which lay Miz is not one of my favorite Broadway shows. I know. Please do not email me. But it's just not. And he. Lamest people know that number, I guess is what I'm trying to say. They they recognize those digits in that order. So all Lamest people are like, woo woo. Well, that's that's a very small population of the world. And he tattooed it on his arm. And people went back and looked at his Twitter to try to figure out when he did it. And apparently it was during the time he would have been on Emily's season. And they did go 
to London on Emily season. So people who are really down far this rabbit hole, people who've really fallen down far this rabbit hole, they think that they saw Les Mis as a group just, you know, while they were there mm-hmm. to do something and he wanted to uh, it to be memorable. And so it's so but he just says he really likes the show Les Mis. But it's really about Emily. I think Kendall should stuff That's that whole explanation is like three minutes of my life. I could never get back now. <laughs> oh, he's but. got a tattoo of Hugh Jackman on his arm. I'll give you $10 <laughs> if you can sing something from Les Mis right now. Um, you know what? I would have to think about it. Man, no, I can't. I would have perfect to, you know, way I, to end this podcast. I, to answer your question that you're inevitably going to ask me, I would never get a tattoo memorializing Jean Valjean. I have a bunch of tattoos, and I guess they mean something. Um, but How I certainly. How many tattoos would... do you have? Nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are any of them visible? No, that's the key. You've got to, They've got to be where you can cover up. And I don't. I don't have any. Look, I don't have you know like a a dagger going through a heart or anything like that yet. Um, if but, you had to have something you know, tattooed on your wrist, what would you have? A dolphin jumping over a rainbow. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. I'd love to connect on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray. It would be so nice if you would review the podcast on iTunes. And don't forget to check out my book, Why I Hate Green Beans, at your favorite retailer. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever.